Welcome to the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast brought to you by Torch Technologies. In this podcast, you will learn about all things Torch, from its history to its culture, employee ownership, commitment to the warfighter, our community involvement, and so much more. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and stay connected with Torch by following us on all your social media platforms. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Today, I sit down to talk with Bill Rourke and to talk a little bit about the internal stock exchange here at Torch Technologies. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning or good afternoon, depending on what time you're listening to this. <laughs> we want to talk a little bit about, we've just put in a internal stock exchange so employees have the ability to purchase stock and it's a big step forward. We had wanted to do this. We've done this once before in 2011 when we went 100% employee owned, we allowed employees to purchase at that time using rollover funds from their 401k and rolling into the ESOP to purchase shares. That was very successful, but that's an expensive transaction. So we decided to wait a while to do that until we got a larger number of employees. And so here in the last couple of years, we've taken a look at that and then we decided to move forward with this year. One of the key challenges in an ESOP company is managing the repurchase liability. And that means you have to be able to purchase all the shares of the departing employees when they leave. Otherwise, being an employee owner becomes absolutely meaningless unless you can convert that stock to cash when you leave. Otherwise, why worry about being an employee owner if it doesn't have any value? So one of the challenges, those demands for cash as employees leave are not consistent. It depends on who's leaving, what their account size is, and the timing. So if you have several employees retire at the same time with large account balances, you may have a large amount of stock to purchase. In some years, you may not have as much stock. And so we have often managed that very carefully because we believe strongly that we want to stay in business a long time and uh, repurchase challenges are probably the biggest detriment to ESOPs lasting long-term is when the company does not manage its cash successfully and has a demand for being able to purchase departed employee shares that exceeds available cash and then get forced into a sale. We don't want to do that. One way to take some of that pressure off is when we have a large number of folks retired is to make some of that stock available to employees to purchase directly into their accounts and uh, provides a little bit of a relief valve. Up until this point, we've not done that and we could still succeed without doing that. But so many employees have asked over the last few years, it should be nice to be able to buy additional shares because it's been one of the better stocks in their portfolio and in terms of performance. And it's not always guaranteed that'll be the case, but uh, if you work here and you believe in the company, then you have the opportunity to make that investment and then to lean forward to try to make that investment do good. So we went about, and this was a challenge to do this. It takes quite a bit of effort, quite a bit of legal effort to put it in place, but we believe now that we've got it in place that we can repeat it on an annual basis very easily and much more economically. So we did it this year. We've just completed that transaction did it successfully, had a huge demand from our employees. Actually, the demand exceeded the available stock, and we hope that stays to be that way. But the idea here is it allows folks who come into the company early to accelerate their position in the company stock and lean in and be an owner much more quickly. 
it gets rid of the haves and the have-nots. Those who've been here a long time or preparing for retirement may be wanting to diversify and get better prepared for retirement. As you get old like I am, <laughs> it pays not to have all your eggs in one basket. Even if that basket is performing well, it's good to diversify and reduce your risk. We always talk about on the podcast, too, what would you tell somebody that's coming in as a new employee that is maybe in their 20s, this is their first job, and being able to have a part of the stock earlier on and kind of see that benefit as the ESOP is continuing to grow for them is a huge part of the job retention and getting these younger, talented individuals to stay here longer at Torch. Well, I do believe it would be uh, very effective in encouraging people to stay around if they're able to get ownership quicker. We'll know that in the next few years, I guess, but... <laughs> I do think that's important for folks to have that opportunity. It's also a nice opportunity for folks who are later in their career and may not have the runway. It takes a few years for the ESOP to build the momentum as you get a contribution each year and it builds up and starts to grow into a good-sized retirement account. One way to accelerate that is to add additional shares, especially if you're later in your career and you may not have the eight or 10 years to invest in. You may only have 10 years left in your career. It gives you a chance to take advantage of that a little quicker. So that's something that's really exciting for us too. It provides a mechanism to bring in some experienced people and give them an opportunity to participate quicker Yeah, as well. And pretty excited about that actually as well. Both having the young folks get in and learn about the stock. And I think one of the best ways to motivate people to learn about it is give them the opportunity <laughs> to buy it. They will look at that and, and look at, well, what's the return? And I think once they understand that, they'll be more motivated to stay. Yeah. Was this internal stock exchange idea, was this something that you saw other ESOPs doing? You've thought in the past that it's something that we wanted to eventually implement, or is this something that is fairly new? It's not necessarily fairly new. It's been around for a while, but because of the expense of doing it, it's generally only done by the larger ESOPs. Okay. And so certainly in Huntsville, I think we're probably the first one. I'm not aware of another one. There may be another one, and I can't say with absolutely certainty that there's not another one. But in terms of privately traded ESOPs, I think we're an early adopter here in Huntsville and in Alabama. I do know of a few throughout the nation that do this. They're much larger companies, billion-dollar companies, typically a few hundred-million-dollar companies, of course. You know, we're in that range now. Yeah. And we see the internal demand and from the employees of wanting to acquire the stock. So setting this up, it was a little expensive this time, <laughs> but we think we've done it in a way to where we can do it repeatedly with a minimal expense going forward. We're recording this episode on August 9th. So now that the employees that are listening to this, they have now the opportunity as they're listening to this right now to actually be a part and buy into well, the internal we stock. we just finished it this okay. year. So we probably should have recorded this episode earlier, but probably chose not to do that because we don't want to advocate for the employees to buy it. We just want to make it available and let them make up their own minds. So I was a little hesitant to do this while we were preparing for the mm -hmm. transaction. But now that it's done, we'll make it everyone aware it will be done again next year. And they should be paying attention to the company financials <laughs> over the next year so that they could make their own decision next year. Yeah, I feel like this also is an underlying theme throughout the podcast, too, of just the idea of keeping the dream alive. I mean, I think this kind of buys into that mantra. Was that sort of the company's expectations, too? And the goals was this kind of offers you that idea of keeping the dream alive. That's exactly why we do it. You know, we want people to stay with us in long term. We want the company to remain as it is. This provides a mechanism for us to create capital to when we have large demands, retirements in the last two years, as the company's 20 years old and some of the early 
folks here are now retiring. We had someone just retire here in the last few days at 59 and a half. And we're seeing that becoming quite common. People retiring late 50s, early 60s, becoming common for us. And we're now trying to buy that stock back in a year. We have the option of paying out over five years, but for the past few years now, we've been trying to pay out in a single year to give the employee the most flexibility with their money and planning for retirement and the least risk from our standpoint. Get them in. Torches has been a stable environment, and I don't view it as risky from <laughs> that standpoint. But when you're retired, your portfolio should reflect the fact that you're retired and be appropriately invested. Yeah. As we've talked a lot about the certified evergreen and all the status too, I mean, this is just another way to kind of be that company that's going to be around forever. Yeah. It provides that outlet or that relief valve for the surge in stocks when we have people retire so that there won't be a demand that draws as heavily on cash. And as I said, we plan for it and and the company could do that. But This allows the company to continue to invest in growing the company, which is good for the employees that are making the investment. Yeah. Everything that we talked about with the certified evergreen, with now the internal stock exchange, there's so many different ways for the employees to see the value that what they do on a day-to-day basis has direct impact on their Mm long-term futures and retirement in their career, whatever it might be. I think the educational aspect of it is huge. And so it's been fun learning a little bit more about the internal stock exchange that's now implemented. If anyone's listening and wants to find out more about Torch, they can visit their website, torchtechnologies.com today, visit our careers page, all the different options there and explore everything about Torch. But thank you so much for sitting down and talking with me today. And I look forward to kind of continuing this conversation on the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast and interviewing more employees and hopefully interviewing you and Don here shortly. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and stay connected with us on social media for news and updates surrounding the company. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed it.